Welcome to this episode of Morgan Yes For Podcast, NFL Weekly, Wednesday afternoon. Uh, big, you know, supposed to be three games tomorrow, but now there is only two, uh, just the Dallas and the Detroit game. Um, the Baltimore and Pittsburgh game has been postponed to Sunday because of COVID. That's kind of really the big news of the day. Um, I don't know how much that really affects anything. Um, just preparation-wise is different. They were ready to go tomorrow. But now they're going to, you know, have a couple more days. But then I think um, – does Baltimore play that next Thursday as well? Or is it Pittsburgh? The, one of those two teams play the next Thursday as well. And so it kind of just – you know, they're going to have a week, but now they're not going to. It's, it's the Ravens that play the following Thursday. Okay. They're home, versus, they're home versus the Cowboys. So that's a game that's a little bit easier, you would think, for them. And initially, yeah, my thoughts were, okay, this helps the Ravens, this game getting pushed back a few days, it gives them a few more days to prepare. But on the flip side, it gives them a shortened week. Uh, but I guess if you look at the two teams, you'd rather have more time for Pittsburgh. Right. Maybe, maybe a little less time for Dallas, uh, obviously because Dallas is not playing well this year. So maybe it'll work out in the Ravens' schedule or uh, favor. But, yeah, just two games tomorrow. Obviously, the Lions are hosting the Texans. The Lions and Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving. So, those, yep, those two teams always play at home, and then obviously that rotates who they play. But yeah, however that happened a long time ago, that's just the two teams always play at home. And then lately, they've had that Thursday night game because it is always a Thursday that they've had last all well, five years or so, whatever they've added that. But again, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. That is tomorrow, so probably when people will be listening to this. It will be Thursday or throughout the weekend, but have a great holiday weekend for everybody. And, you know, I know Thanksgiving's different for all of us. Um, my family is much smaller, just the immediate family here. And I know Trevor, you're not coming back and now, and just, you know, things happen and we're all trying to make the best of it. Yeah. I'm not going to be coming back. Um, we got some COVID going around the family, which it sounds like a lot of families do right now. So we're going to, put off Thanksgiving and then hope for a, uh, you know, spend more time together at Christmas. So we'll see if that works out or not, but that's our plan right now. And uh, yeah, I got, got a couple games to watch tomorrow. Uh, one last one, but basketball started back up. Uh, but from tomorrow to Monday, we're going to have football every day and then basketball mixed in there as well. So. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Today. Plenty, plenty of sports to watch. Yep. Won't be uh, bored if you don't want to be. All right, well, let's just kind of go uh, recap uh, last week. Um, Rams in Tampa Bay. Rams won 27-24. Um, Tom Brady had his chance. About two minutes left, got the ball back and threw a pick. Um, you know, he's kind of hit or miss, and maybe we should expect that with his age and everything. He's played really well one week and then really, you know, poor another week. And, you know, you hope for Tampa Bay and, and for them, they get in the playoffs, get a good seed, and then he plays well to see how far they can go. But that was another game that they probably wish they, they would have had back and could win that one. They really needed to win that one because they had Kansas City coming in uh, this week, and then they, they have a late bye, which I think is good, at least for Tom Brady, given his age. Uh, after their bye, they're going to – let me see here. I'm trying to pull the schedule. I think they played the Falcons twice. Yeah, and then Detroit and Minnesota. So they're going to have a good chance. They should get in the playoffs, no problem. But there's two things from that game that concern me. The first one is the, I guess the funnier one is 
again, Brady didn't go and shake hands right. after a loss. So after a win, he has no problem going and, and shaking the other quarterback's hand. But after a loss, you know, he, he pouts off the field. In my opinion, they shouldn't be shaking hands anyway. Right. I'm surprised they do it. But Right. And that's even what – even before COVID, I, I really don't care if players shake hands after a game. It's, it's emotional. Um, they don't have to be disrespectful necessarily, but I don't mind a player going to the locker room. But when Tom Brady, after wins, makes it a point to go shake hands and then after losses doesn't, that, you know, he's kind of being a baby a little bit, in yeah. my opinion, when it comes to that. Um, and maybe that's what makes him so great. So so be it. Uh, the, other, the other thing that I find interesting with the Bucks is they seem to want to force the ball down the field. Bruce Arians wants to take all these big shots down the field. And I, I don't, I think that's a recipe for disaster for them. They're, they're probably not going to win their division. The Saints look like they're going to get that done unless something really drastic happens. So if Tampa Bay gets in the playoffs, which I think they will, they're going to have to go on the road to either Green Bay, the Seahawks, maybe Philly or New York or Washington or the Rams who already beat them. Uh, four out of those five are going to be bad weather games most likely. Yeah. So you, you're not going to be pushing the ball down the field. You need to be able to run the ball, throw short passes. And I, I think the Bucks are really missing out by not using uh, Scotty Miller more. They're a four-string receiver now. He, he's the Buccaneers version of a Wes Welker, a Danny Amendola, or a, Julian Edelman. And that's what Brady likes. You know, the second half of Brady's career, uh, minus the Moss years, he likes to throw the swing passes to the running backs and throw mostly short passes to a guy like that. So to me, the, the key for the Bucks is to get the running game going and use Scotty Miller more. I think Scotty Miller's the key for them the rest of the season. And they have five games left to get improved, and we'll see how they play against Kansas City next week. Yeah, it doesn't get any easier for them. Um, kind of, you know, maybe the surprise, uh, Denver beats Miami 20-13. Uh, to 13. Tua got benched in that game. They brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick again. Part of me thinks, well, part of it was Tua really wasn't playing that well. And the second part was, if you remember last week, uh, Tua in a press conference said that the NFL is a little easier, easier than he thought it would be. <laughs> it wasn't quite as tough. Yeah. So maybe this, was, maybe this was Brian Flores saying, hey, young man, this is the NFL, even guys like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or whoever struggles. You don't have it figured out. Go sit on the bench. I, I really don't think it's a big deal. Uh, none of the Dolphins players, as far as I know, have, have come out and said really anything. I think everyone kind of understands what it was. It was a. It was probably more of a learning moment of him getting benched. And now we'll see how he responds. Yep. Agreed. All right. And then Indy over Green Bay, 34-31. Uh, Last second, you know, winning game-winning field goal for Indianapolis. Green Bay had a 14-point lead in that game, and they blew it. I'm not quite sure what to make of Green Bay. They're obviously a good team. They're 7-3. and three. I just don't know if they're a great team this year, kind of like last year. Right. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. But, you know, besides Aaron Rodgers, I mean, it seems like Aaron Rodgers has to do a lot, kind of like Russell Wilson has to do a lot in Seattle. And I don't know if, if they're quite good enough to get past New Orleans or the Rams right now. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, it, you know, New Orleans looks pretty good, especially, you know, being down their quarterback still. And he'll come back for playoffs and stuff like that. I would 
I would expect and stuff. Mm-hmm. So and then the last game kind of want to talk about uh, Kansas City over Las Vegas, 35-31. Mahomes with another uh, comeback at the end there. Yeah, anymore, if, if, if you give uh, a team with a really good quarterback a minute and a half plus a timeout left, it is too much time anymore in the NFL. Um, and they come back and win. And the Raiders, the Raiders beat them earlier in the year. And the Raiders also beat the Saints. And right now that the playoffs started in the AFC, uh, Kansas City would host the Raiders. And I don't think that's a team they want to play for a third time. No. I think they'd much rather play Cleveland or Baltimore, Miami, or whoever. But I, Las Vegas, is a, they're a pretty tough team. I, I don't know if this is quite going to be this their year, but I definitely think that's a team that Kansas City would like to avoid in the playoffs if they can. Yeah, I would agree. They, I mean, Las Vegas had a lead on them, played really well. Kind of have them figured out a little bit. They don't want to play them anymore, I'm sure. And then kind of, you know, the big overall news of the NFL, uh, you know, Joe Burrow out with a knee injury, tore his ACL, tore his MCL, and other structural damage into his knee. And obviously he's done for the year. And, you know, hopefully he's ready for uh, the beginning of next year. But we'll see. It's just – you know, you don't ever want to see that, period, but a rookie um, making his team a little bit better and just, you know, first year, and you just kind of feel for him and, and for the Bengals organization um, and everything. Um, you just hate to see it. Yeah, that really sucked to see. He He's act, having a heck of a – or was having a heck of a rookie season. Um, we talked about it almost every week on here. He obviously looks like he's going to be the, the real deal. And it's a torn ACL, MCL, and they said there might be some uh, other damage too in the knee. Mm-hmm. So it, it sounded really bad. Um, I, I don't know if he'll be able to ready, be ready to go week one of next season, right. but they, they need to get that offense line fixed. And that, that should be their number one priority going into the draft is fix the O-line. Absolutely. All right. And then, you know, just we, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but Tom Brady doesn't you know, didn't look good again, and it's just kind of a hit or miss with him. And, you know, it's just, you know, what do you you see something in particular, or is it just certain defenses he's having trouble with, or what What do you think there? Who'd you say you, you just cut out for a second when you were talking? Uh, Tom Brady. Again, Tom, I, I think it goes back to um, – Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich and Tom Brady, whether it's all three of them or it's one or whoever, they need to put their egos aside and they need to quit trying to force the ball down the field. It, it sounds great that you have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown. But again, you need to be able to run the ball. And then, like I said earlier, use Scotty Miller. That That's the key. Get Bruce Arians can do some of the things that he wants to do because he is a good coach. Right. But he also needs to – you know, put his ego aside and look at some of the things that Tom Brady did in New England and incorporate that into the game plan. Throw some more short passes, and those receivers should be able to open up the running game, so to speak, instead of the running game opening up the passing game. There's there's a mix there that could be found, and I, I think they need to, to do that. Again, they play the Chiefs this coming week, then they have a late bye. But their final four games, if they, if they can establish the run and go on maybe a four-game winning streak, where they start to figure themselves out a little bit. They'll be dangerous in the playoffs. If they don't, I think they'll be one and done. Yeah. 
And then kind of the last, you know, second last, uh, Patrick Mahomes, we talked about it a little bit too, but I think Patrick Mahomes, uh, it's his MVP to lose again. I mean, I just, he's, you know, another game winning drive and you give him time and everything. And it just, uh, he's too good. And defenses just cannot stop him no matter what. Yeah, it's Mahomes to lose. Uh, Russ was looking like the guy early in the season. He had a, two or three games where he had some turnovers. So he's probably dropped into that second spot. But you're right, it's Mahomes' to lose. I'd say A-Rod's probably in third, and then you're looking at guys like Big Ben and Ryan Tannehill, which are obviously long shots, but anything could happen. Yep. And then, you know, kind of last thing, the Browns, the Cleveland Browns are eight and three. I mean, that's – Rarefied air in our lifetimes, Trevor. Are they eight and three or seven and three? I am. Is it how many have they played? I guess I have it written down eight and three. It could be wrong. Either way, they only have three losses. They're seven and yeah, yeah. I I'd have written down two. They they are seven and three. If they win at the Jaguars this week, which I would think that they would, right? They will go to eight and three. And the last time they were eight and three was nineteen ninety four, when Bill Belichick was their coach. Uh, I believe Kirk Ferentz was on that staff, right. uh, Nick Saban. So it, Kevin Stefanski, to me, is probably the coach of the year right now. I would agree. I mean, they just – with seven wins, they probably totaled their last five years of wins. I mean – Pretty much. Uh, they, I think Baker's rookie year, they went seven, eight, and one. And I think last year was six and ten. But before that, they won like – it was really bad. Regardless – First time having a chance to go eight and three since 1994. So they're a good team. Um, we'll see how Baker plays down the stretch here. I'd like to see some improvement out of him. Granted, the last three games that they've played in have all been at home, and they've all been really bad weather games. So obviously you want to run the football and, and not Absolutely. throw. So we'll see what he does. Um, they've got the Jaguars followed by the Titans and the Ravens. So we'll, we'll see really how good they are in the coming weeks. But the Browns fans have to be excited regardless. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Baker's doing a little bit better. He's not being asked to do too much and just, you know, he's doing exactly what they need him to do, make plays That's when right. he has to, but uh, not do too much. And you ask him to do too much, he's going to make some mistakes. He's got a little gunslinger in him and, you know, he's, they're not going to be overcome. They're not that good yet. They're not going to be able right. to overcome that. Right. All right, now let's kind of get into this week and, and starting with some tomorrow games. Uh, you know, Washington goes to Dallas. I mean, essentially, you know, you, you would really expect Philadelphia to lose to Seattle on Monday night. I mean, you never know, but I would expect that. Mm -hmm. I think so the winner of the Washington-Dallas games, if Philadelphia loses, is in first place <laughs> of the East. I that's probably right. I mean, all those teams are bunched together. So, I mean, it, it's going to come down to week 17, I think, in that division. Right. Uh, and, and that usually happens in a lot of divisions anyway. But because, uh, again, the Giants are playing at the Bengals who don't yep. have Joe Burrow. So, I think I think the Giants are probably going to win this week. Um, my gut feeling is the Cowboys beat the beat Washington tomorrow. I think I, they're going to move. I, I, if seven. I had to make a guess, I would say that as well. Mm -hmm. And – but, but, yeah, I mean, it's – whoever wins this division is going to have five or six wins probably. And I guess, thankfully, they expanded the playoffs. We talked about it going into this year, I think, with yeah. the expanded playoffs. 
to seven teams in each division. Uh, some years will be good, some years will be bad. This is a year that will be good because nobody in this division deserves to go to the playoffs, in my opinion. Right. I think everyone's in agreement with that. So week 17, I'm sure we'll, we'll see who's going who's gonna to host, you know, Tom Brady and the Bucks or the Seahawks or whoever is the, one of the wild card teams in the NFC. Yeah, it's just crazy. And then, uh, you know, the other game, uh, Houston goes to Detroit. So, again, uh, really, if you, if you just look at it on face value, neither one of those games are very good. You know, just not, they're good, not um, good, good games. They're not. At least with the Texans and the Lions, we're, we get to watch two exciting quarterbacks play. Yeah. Deshaun's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Matthew Stafford is really underrated when it comes to some stuff that he's able to do. He was doing stuff that Patrick Mahomes has been doing, but he never got the credit for it because he played on some bad teams. I'm not saying Matthew Stafford is as good as Patrick Mahomes, but he, he was doing some of the sidearm passes and kind of the crazy looks before Patrick Mahomes was even in the league. So I hope it's a good game. Uh, I'm not expecting much other than just watching the quarterbacks play. And for the Lions, I'm sure Matt Patricia is probably going to be gone after the season. Yeah, I don't know how he, he keeps his job unless it's just a money thing, you know, but. Yeah, I, I think they have to move on after the season. But it should be two exciting quarterbacks to watch. Anything else that we get in that game is kind of extra credit the way I look at it. Absolutely. And then obviously, you know, we, we talked about already, but Baltimore and Pittsburgh were supposed to be tomorrow night, which would have been a good game, but it is delayed to Sunday afternoon. And then, you know, um, so what do you see in that game on Sunday? you know, Baltimore and Pittsburgh? Well, Pittsburgh's undefeated, and they really haven't had a tough schedule, but they've won all their games, so you, you have to give them their credit. Uh, the Ravens are struggling right now. They've lost uh, three of their last four. They've had, they've, they've had a lot of injuries, and it seems like teams are figuring out Lamar Jackson a little bit more. But every year, it seems like there's a team or two that goes into the playoffs on a winning streak, three, four, five games. Maybe that could be the Ravens this year. Uh, they're still a talented team, obviously, and it looks like Pittsburgh's favored by four. Not really sure what to make of that one, but I could really see that game going either way. Yeah, I mean, again, you would, you don't expect Pittsburgh. They're not going to go 16-0, and so they're going to lose a game coming up, and, you know, it's just when it is, and you, and you don't know. Right, and the uh, Steelers were, I actually just looked earlier, they were 9-1 to odds to go 16-0 and at this point. <laughs> so. you, you are, <laughs> if you had that, you're a little excited right now just because, I mean, I don't know who could challenge them left, that they have left. So. Yeah, I've, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously this is going to be a tough game and just uh, pulling up the rest. Uh, they still have Buffalo, Indianapolis, and Cleveland, so I'm sure they're going to drop a game. But Right. Uh, Nine to one, it's almost tempting to throw a little money on them. But again, their schedule hasn't been extremely tough yet up to this point, but they've beaten who they need to. So this is a big game for the Ravens. Because I think if the Ravens lose this, it's obviously really going to hurt their playoff chances. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, kind of another big game in the AFC, uh, Indianapolis and Tennessee. And I think that's, you know, yeah, that, that's, that's a big divisional rivalry and uh, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, both teams may be under the radar and national attention and everything, but both really solid teams and have good wins. They do. They're, they're both really good teams, well-coached. 
Again, this win might determine who wins that division and gets to host a home playoff game. And you're right, the, the Titans and the Colts uh, usually don't get the national attention. Obviously, for a number of years, the Colts did because they had Peyton Manning. Right. But other than that, they normally do fly under the radar, kind of smaller NFL cities. It looks like Indianapolis is favored by three. I kind of like Tennessee to cover in that game. Um, they're really a well-coached team. And Phillip Rivers is kind of hit or miss, it seems like. Right. I think that's so just that's a good thing. It's like Tom Brady. One day he'll look really good. He, he played well the other day against Green Bay, and then, you know, he'll come back this week and not play so well. Um, so it's I think it's kind of just an age hit or miss. and But it is what it is. Yeah, that, that should definitely be a good game in the, the early window. One other that I find interesting in the uh, noon games there for the central listeners is the Chargers at the Bills. Chargers have been in most of their games, but they just lose them at the end. Right. And they're going to the, the Bills who are 7-3 and three coming off a of bye week. Obviously, I think the Bills probably get the win, but that, that might be an entertaining game because those are two really exciting quarterbacks to watch. So I guess unless you have NFL Sunday ticket, you're probably not going to get that game. But if but if you do, those are two quarterbacks to be a lot of fun to watch. Yep, absolutely. You know, and then, you know, we talked about it a little bit, but if you want to expand on it, you can. If not, we're okay. But just, you know, Tampa Bay and Kansas City. Yeah, it's it's a big game for both these teams because the Chiefs can still catch the uh, Steelers for the number one seed if the Steelers were to drop a game or two. So the Chiefs really need to win this game. And obviously for the, the Bucks, if they lose this one, they're uh, – sorry, I got a little video going. Their, their chances of getting – winning that division are obviously going to be over. So the Buccaneers need to win out to have a chance to win their division, maybe get a, maybe get a bye. It's a long shot, but it, it's still available to them. So should be an entertaining game. Kansas City's favored by three and a half to four on most of the sites. You would think the Bucks will bounce back and make it competitive. Right. We'll, we'll see what happens in that one. Yep, agreed. And then uh, the Sunday night game is Green Bay and Chicago. Um, Chicago's not playing well, but they had their bye week, so maybe they can get some things figured out. Green Bay coming off a loss. This one, Aaron Rodgers is going to try to take it to the Bears in this one, I believe. I almost think, yeah, the line's anywhere from eight and a half to nine and a half in this one. Favored, the Packers are favored. I think the Bears need to go back to Trubisky. <laughs> Nick Foles is – what's your opinion? I mean, you're the Bears fan. You, you probably pay a little bit more attention to it than I have. You almost need to start Trubisky and put Foles in at halftime every time. He plays better when he doesn't start. That's, that's not a bad plan. Um, again, I, neither of these quarterbacks are going to be their long-term future. No. I, I would – the Bears' season is on the line. They're outside the playoffs right now unless they can expand to eight teams in each conference. Yeah. I go back to Trubisky. Maybe it, maybe you get a spark and you somehow you can win a few games here at the end. But I think Foles is, is he one in four in his starts or one in yeah, – I mean, Well, Trubisky was – Trubisky was three and oh in his starts. Three and oh. Three and oh. Um, yeah, I mean, neither guy is obviously the answer, but – if you're trying to get into the playoffs, save your job, so to speak. I, I'd go back to uh, Trubisky, I think, at this point. I mean, what's it going to hurt? Yeah, I, uh, I don't I don't disagree with you. Foles has not played well lately. No, and 
again, when, when they traded for him, the, the only thing I could think of was obviously he'd worked with Matt Nagy in Kansas City. But other than that, I mean, why not go after Cam Newton or someone? Um, see, I, I didn't understand that from the beginning. And obviously now it's looking like, you know, probably best case scenario, they're like an 8-8 eight and eight team. Yeah, I, I agree. And then um, Monday night, uh, Seattle and Philadelphia. Seattle and Philadelphia, the, the Eagles and Carson Wentz have been really struggling. Uh, he's a turnover machine there in Philadelphia. And you almost wonder if it's time to go to, to Jalen Hurts. I know the media has been asking Doug Peterson a lot, and he keeps saying no, not a chance. Um, I don't know what it is with, with Carson Wentz, but his time is, seems to be coming to an end in Philly. Now, per his contract, they're going to have to keep him for another year because so much money's tied up. Yeah. But I almost wonder if, if both teams wouldn't be better off with a fresh start. I, I still believe in Carson Wentz. I, I, think, I think he's a heck of a talent, and I think he can really be a good quarterback in this league. But something's not working right now. Last year, they had a lot of injuries. This year, they've had some, but it's it's basically two years in a row now where it's just not working. Right. And, again, the NFL, no one really has any patience anymore. So, so time's running out on hitting there. And, again, this is a big game for the Seahawks because they need to try and win their division. They're up against the Rams who have the, the tiebreaker over them at the moment. And the Seahawks and Rams will play each other again in week 16. So, it's a big game for uh, big game for the Seahawks, definitely. Absolutely, you know, and, and just with more with that Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. I heard a thing today where, you know, there's people questioning, you know, Doug Peterson, and he just caught lightning in a bottle and won a Super Bowl. It wasn't that he did anything; they just kind of got hot and won. Um, and just wondering if if he's the problem there. And they could be, yeah. And that that is a good uh, question to ask because everyone's most people are focusing on Wentz and not Doug Peterson, and maybe it's the other way around. So we'll, we'll see what happens there in Philly, but I'm still a believer in Carson Wentz, and, and I could be wrong, but maybe him going to the 49ers or the, the Colts after the season or somewhere could be a – or your Bears even for that fact. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, sure you'd be glad to have him over uh, Trubisky or Foles. Yeah. Even, if he does, even if he doesn't pan out, at least the talents there, you know that he has a chance to succeed. Yeah, we, we need something. So, all yeah, right. So I, that kind of overview and then preview of the, the bigger games. Anything else you want to talk about, Trevor? Nope, not much. I think that really is about it. Um, I think we'll, we'll know a lot more next week, and we're starting to get – we're starting to figure out the teams that will for sure be in the playoffs. And then there's a bunch of teams there in the middle that are going to be fighting for it. So, uh, again, from tomorrow till Monday, there's going to be all sorts of sports on. So hopefully people can stay safe, see their families and friends, eat a bunch of food, and uh, watch football and basketball. Absolutely, yeah. When we uh, come back uh, next Wednesday, it'll be December. So that's kind of crazy to think about. It will be December. Um, and then in a few weeks, we'll have the, the playoff committee for college football will be making their selections. Yep. We'll have championship games, and we'll have plenty to talk about. Absolutely. All right. Well, have a good night, Trevor, and we'll talk to you later. All right. You as well. Thank you for listening to Morgan the Asphalt Podcast.
If you like what you hear, click the like button or hit subscribe if you want to hear more episodes from Morgan the Ask For Podcast. Also, if you would like to comment or with any show ideas or anything, please contact me at Morgan the Ask For Podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at RyanMorgan34.